Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. Preachers preach on Sundays that we'd better mend our ways, that we'd better leave the worldly things lying where they lay. But the world is pounded into us until our minds are shattered, taking us away from things in life that really matter. We give a little thought to God and hope we'll soon be there. But we'll rarely get the victory on the wings of just one prayer. On Sunday morning, all the boats upon the sea are docked as preachers give encouragement and prayers within their talks. By Sunday afternoon, the boats are tossing in the sea, struck by winds of fear and doubt and negativity. We give a little thought to God and hope we'll soon be there. But we'll rarely get the victory on the wings of just one prayer. I struggle in my apathy cause life is often good. But if I take the time to see, I don't do as I should. This world tempts me daily with things to do and buy while I take for granted that God sent His Son to die. We give a little thought to God and hope we'll soon be there, but we'll rarely get the victory on the wings of just one prayer. Will I die and go to heaven? Or die and go to hell? Should not my fate mean more to me than only time will tell? My carpet should be worn where my knees have hit the floor. I pray the church will come to see that faith requires more. We give a little thought to God and hope we'll soon be there. But we'll rarely get the victory on the wings of just one prayer. We give a little thought to God and hope we'll soon be there but we'll rarely get the victory on the wings of just one prayer. On the wings of just one prayer. On the wings of just one prayer. We'll rarely get the victory on the wings of just one prayer. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for his tune, Dark Rock, found at Incompetech.com.
Just because everybody does it. Just because everybody does what, you ask? Death appears to be very popular. I would say a hundred percent of the people on earth have successfully entered the death zone and are no longer in their physical bodies. I would say that, but I'd be wrong. In God's Word, there are a few instances where death did not seem to find these people at home when it came to call. Where were they? Enoch was no more. I googled Enoch and found this. It is only the Enoch mentioned in Genesis 5.18 that the Bible gives any significant information about. This Enoch was the great-great-great-great-grandson of Adam. Genesis 5.22-24 says, After he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. Hebrews 11.5 gives a little more detail. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. This being taken away is what Enoch is most famous for. Only two people in the Bible are said to have been chosen by God to escape death, Enoch and Elijah. Enoch appears to have been given this privilege due to being a man who walked faithfully with God, Genesis 5.24, and pleased God, Hebrews 11.5. So, not a hundred percent of the inhabitants on this earth have died. 
Insurance companies are set up on a statistical curve that takes the odds that something will happen and translates that information into how much your insurance will cost and how much they will pay out to the survivors. They assume that death is 100%. They would collectively shake their heads in confusion if someone failed to die, but was no more. So, only two people in the Bible did not leave earth in the usual manner. Jesus, however, left earth in the usual manner, but three days later he came back in his resurrected body in an eternal state, and ministered here on earth for 40 days before ascending into heaven. In my book of stats, Jesus is the third person who did not die, the second time anyway, and qualifies as someone who can successfully leave insurance agents scratching their heads. What do they pay out to the ones holding the policy if the party in question simply was no more, or, like Jesus, ascended into heaven. I don't claim to hold the answer as to how Enoch and Elijah avoided one of the two only sure things on this earth, death, uh, the other being taxes, but I sure don't want to die just because everyone is doing it. That makes no sense to me. Everyone does a lot of things that I just as soon not participate in. So I walk with God too, and I try to forgive as Jesus did from the cross. Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And though he passed away, three days later he was raised from the dead, acquiring his eternal body, and he did not pass away again. There seems to be a relationship to his final prayer of forgiveness toward his enemies and his return to life. I see that anyway. So, I will keep on forgiving and hopefully avoid the grim reaper. I think it would be hilarious to confound my insurance agent that way. Am I crazy? Probably. But I'm not dangerous, especially if I forgive everyone of everything they do. Forgiveness keeps the men in the white coats away. You can quote me on that. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind, the sidelines aren't for us